Hello and welcome everybody. This is Wildstorm Addiction, episode 55 for January 2016, the year after Marty McFly went to the future. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Joe David Solis. And I'm Ben Murphy. Tonight we're going to be reviewing issue number eight of the new Midnighter Solar series. Uh, we are going to have spoilers, of course, but before we even get into that, we want to have a big welcome to a couple of special guests we have on tonight. From Retcon Punch, we have Spencer Irwin. Hey, everybody. <laughs> and we have Mark Mitchell. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> and uh, these guys... Um, have been spreading the Midnighter love in their own way with their written reviews at their website. And thankfully Ben has been following you guys. And so since we always feel like a lone voice in the night, when it comes to Wildstorm characters, we're always super excited to hear that other people are actually reading the titles. (laughs) So, (laughs) so before we actually get into the title, we just, you know, give you guys a chance to to tell us uh, a little bit about retcon punch all right, well, Retcon Punch is a site about treating comics like an art form. So we break them down, discuss theme, um, characterization, art, content, storytelling about all the comics we love. And sometimes comics we hate, but we try to avoid that. <laughs> How long have you guys been doing that for? The site started with the New 52. Um, our founders, Patrick and Drew, were comic newbies who said, we're going to start reading New 52 comic books and write reviews about them. and Eventually, it branched out into stuff from pretty much all the publishers. I've been writing for them for maybe about three years now, somewhere around three years. And Mark, I think you're over a year now? Yeah, I think it's pretty close to 18 months. But yeah, over a year for sure. Awesome. And is that like a side gig for you guys? Or is this full time that you guys are pouring into Retcon Punch? Way too much part time, but it's a labor (laughs) of love. (laughs) I think Joe and I have an understanding of how that works. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and just so you guys know, it's a www.retcon-punch.com. And we'll plug you guys like a thousand times since you're on. <laughs> Sweet. All right. And so this next part will go quickly. Um, as usual, there is no Wallstorm news, <laughs> other than a few things, uh, a few little nuggets we'll get to when we talk about the solicits later, and still no listener mail, so <laughs> we're keeping the, the track record going here, Ben. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's annoying. Well, guys, before we dive into the review, um, would you guys mind telling us about your Wildstorm history, if you guys have any? dedicated wildstorm history if not maybe it's just some of the new stuff that you've been reading from the new 52 uh mark you want to go first sure yeah absolutely um i actually got into wildstorm through planetary uh that was the first wildstorm comic that i read on the recommendation of a friend Uh, it wasn't really until the it was combined with dc and the new 52 that i became familiar with some of the other characters and the authority uh, so Midnighter for me was like, wait, wait a second, who's this Midnighter person? And then it, when Apollo 
and all that started showing up going back and uh, diving a little bit more into Wildstorm and uh, the history there. So uh, most of it outside of Planetary is all New 52 for me. Cool. How about you, Spencer? I'm all New 52, unfortunately. I was aware of Wildstorm and who the characters were, but hadn't got a chance to read any until Grayson, actually. But Midnight is growing on me really fast, so I got to go back and check out some of the older stuff. Good deal. Good deal. Well, that's a you'll you'll know that if you guys have listened to the last couple episodes, um, you, you can see that there's a strong tie between Grayson and Midnighter in the New Fifty Two. They're like BFFs, <laughs> sort of in a weird way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but let's uh let's get into this month, which is uh, Midnighter number eight, which released on January eighth, written by Steve Orlando and art by David Messina. And oh man, I'm gonna butcher this. Gaetano Carlucci, cover by Akio and Ramula Farhardo Jr. How'd I do? <laughs> Only they know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I had the chance to check out your guys' review going into this. And really, you guys are one of the reasons why I, I've been so amped up over the last couple months, just this comic in general. Um, unfortunately, it's the only thing that Joe and I have to live by with the Wildstorm right now. But... um you guys really do break it down. So your explanation of what retcon punch does really diving into comics as an art form on the writing side and the actual artistry behind it is, is spot on. I mean, you guys put a lot of words and thought into each and every issue that you guys review. And for that, I applaud you. I think it's a, a rare commodity out there. So hopefully we can drive some traffic to you guys and, uh, people really appreciate what you do. Thank you. You're welcome. So <laughs> this this issue coming off quite a high uh, from some of the big battles out of the uh, the first major arc of Midnighter, uh, where he battled Prometheus. Obviously, he also uh, dealt with his uh, lover turning on him, and, and really, this is just a transition issue. Uh, you know, as we hopefully ramp into the next major arc for Midnighter. He's back in Boston. Uh, he's dealing with some interesting people that are interviewing him, basically, which is kind of strange to see in a comic. Uh, most most superheroes kind of keep to themselves or they hide behind the mask, so to speak. And Midnighter seems to just put it all out there. You know, he's he's a person that I wouldn't call promiscuous he's monogamous but has a lot of people in his life um whether that's friends or family or people that he's dating uh especially you see al's mass you know he has his his favorite bartender that he hangs out with and talks about life love and beating the crap out of people so um here he's sitting down you know pouring out his life to the public i guess and um that's how he scared away his first boyfriend, so I think he's an overshare. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, I can relate to him with, uh, with that. <laughs> point, I, I wear it all on my sleeve, so, so does he. <laughs> but his, uh, his roommate, who's just kind of in the room as he's being interviewed, is, is there and 
kind of uh, Midnighter kind of takes a an interest to him, and then unfortunately he gets a call to go to work. And you know what Midnighter's favorite work is, which is punching people's eyeballs out of their heads, <laughs> <laughs> which is always fun to watch. <laughs> unfortunately, we don't have Akko in this issue, but uh, the art is strong. It, it doesn't fall apart like some of the uh, other issues that had some stand-ins. So I was happy about that but just to get through the issue quickly because it is a transition issue basically we get some hybrid animals uh from a rogue group of rich people that think it's fun to hunt them down and we get a side character that comes from animal man which i'm not sure that that character is a new 52 character because I read through the new 52 animal man series and I thought it was fantastic, but I do not remember this character at all. Yeah. I believe uh, this is freedom beast first time he's shown up post new 52. That makes sense to me because I know that that was an older, older comic that they brought back for the new 52. And yeah, is the first time I saw that, but he is able to free these freak animals that are, hybrids that were combined that these rich people were hunting down and he's able to uh, separate them and free them from that uh, horrific bondage that they were in so that's his role in this this issue and you know midnighter gets to beat up on some really freak animals and i'm sure that david had a lot of fun penciling them because <laughs> they are quite quite interesting Midnighter throws an engine block at a giant saber-toothed tiger at one point in the issue. I mean, that has to be fun to draw. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's a pretty solid read. Uh, the art looks looks pretty tight, <laughs> despite, you know, Akko not being there. And it's funny because David even tries to mimic what Akko had done since before issue one. Even when he wrote the or drew the preview, Akko showed like his fight computer and, and what that kind of looks like. Even David tried to mimic that in some respects on a couple pages, which was which was fun. But I, th- I think Akko's got that nailed. Yeah, so that's basically it, you know. It, it was a little one-off uh, transition, and then at the end here, uh, we have Mariana being freed from, from her uh, jail sentence. And she was in, I believe, issue one, whenever uh, one or two, and... Midnighter stopped her foray with the God Garden technology and and put her away. But he always stays in contact with with a good amount of people. And, you know, he puts a little implant in all of them. So uh, she's always been brewing. She's popped up from issues, uh, probably four or five issues. He's kind of checked in with her. So it'll be interesting to see what happens because he he tries to pick her up uh, when she's released from her sentence. And then he gets called away really quick and she's like figures jerk <laughs> and he goes right into um unfortunately spirals hands here uh as he goes after the perdition pistol and is about to meet suicide squad which has been teased uh in the last issue so really we thought we were going to go right into the suicide suicide squad arc but this is really just a a little breather just to get us uh leveled out as we uh, hit the next arc running, hopefully. So, decent issue. Obviously not my favorite. You know, we had our qualms about issue number five as overall because we didn't really feel like it was necessary. But really, 
six, seven, and eight as we ramped up towards the end of the the main first arc, um, especially some of the things that were revealed uh, with that and the big battle with Prometheus was pretty epic. So that was exciting. This was kind of anticipated, you know, when you come out of a major arc that you gotta you gotta kind of uh, wipe the slate clean and and give the readers a little bit of a break and some interesting things in this issue and move on from here. Joe, I'll start with you. Actually, I won't. That's stupid. Uh, I'll start with our guests. <laughs> um, Spencer, how about you, buddy? Um, I know I got to read your your review, but why don't you give us a little bit of a, a taste from that? Um, yeah, I liked this one a lot. Um, those last two issues were really intense, so it was nice to have a little breather. Freedom Beast was not a character I expected to see show up, so that was fun. There are crazy, zany animals, but... It did. There were two lines in here I actually have written down, but I thought were not. It's not develop midnight, or at least remind us of who he is, and reestablish his character a little bit before we go into the next arc. That first one is someone made you a monster. I can relate. He says the one. He says to the hybrid animals as he hits a pressure point on it, and that's like the main tenant of midnight. Or he got made this way, and he can't control it, so he sees himself in these animals, and then that kind of ties into this other line he says later on. Um, the hurt never need to worry. The herders are the ones on borrowed time. And that's what Midnighter does. He hurts people who hurts people. And despite the fact that he goes around smiling his face off as he beats people's faces into their brains, he surprisingly compassionate. And I, that's something I really like about the character. So uh, those those two moments really stood out to me in this issue. That's awesome. Thanks, man. That's really cool. How about you, Mark? All right. I'm a a big Midnighter booster. I think what uh, Steve Orlando's done with the title is amazing. I actually kind of think that Midnighter is one of DC's best titles right now. I have to admit, I did not love. I did not love this issue. Just like little things bugged me about it, like uh, the stuff with is he talking to a documentary crew at the beginning? It felt. It feels weird coming right out of uh, the last arc to have that be our opening so it's just like little things like that that i didn't entirely glom onto i admit to missing uh the art from previous issues there's something about the layouts like they're chaotic sometimes but i feel like that sense of i hate to use the overwork over used word visceral but i feel like something stuff like that was missing from it for me I do agree with you that it's like good to connective tissue and we kind of need a little bit of come down uh, before heading into the next big arc. But overall, not really my favorite. Uh, I'm kind of, and honestly, I'm a little bit bummed that he's getting roped in with the suicide squad, but I guess I get it because just sales have not been great for Midnighter and that's, it's a title I want to see be able to continue. So if it takes bringing in other characters for that to happen, I guess that's probably worth it. Yeah. I think that's where Joe and I landed last month. You're right. And first of all, I appreciate that you guys are huge uh, boosters of the title. It, it really does need it. And we do feel like it, it deserves it just to level set this past December. Um, it fell another 900 uh, pools or purchases from people. So it fell to the 191st monthly rank out of all titles, uh, sales-wise. 
Yeah. So we're down to 11,000 units that it drove in December, which is really disappointing. Um, so yeah, to your point, we felt the same way. Yeah. He's going to tag up with Suicide Squad. You know, with the movie coming out, hopefully people will, will buy it and boost it back up. But you know, you guys probably have seen we've, we've read most of your reviews. This title really just deserves solid readers that just appreciate it for what it is as a title. Yeah, and I definitely miss Akka's art too. I mean, you could see how much time and effort he puts into it, so I could understand him either slipping and needing fill-ins or just, yeah, needing a break from time to time. Yeah, and it definitely... uh, David's art definitely is not bad by any means, but I just feel like at this point, Akka's art is so, uh, in my mind, intertwined with the title, Mm -hmm. and kind of like the chaos of it makes it work really well for me. I can see um, Messina trying to do his best Akko impression in this. I don't know how I... It looks good, but like there's that panel where the guy who's chasing him, he hits his gun and disassembles it somehow. I think it looks like he headbutts it. And the gun just falls away into pieces and he's trying to do... He's trying to do one of those Akko things where we see his fight computer. Yep. And I think that it actually looks a lot like that panel in Last Month's issue where he kind of headbutt temple punches Prometheus. But I don't really understand what he did here. <laughs> like he's, he's trying, he's trying really hard to be Akko and it, it kind of works, but it just also kind of points out that Akko is not here. Yeah. So I don't know if that was the best choice. Yeah. That was a double page spread in the last issue, I believe. And you're right. Akko really has transformed what this title is. I think between him and Steve Orlando, they really put a stamp on on Midnighter, and it is hard to pull away from that. So it'll be interesting if he can't keep up with the title, what what really transpires out of it. Because it's a new take on Midnighter from what Joe and I know and love of him in, in the history of Wildstorm. And I think it was such a good choice that that we we really grasped this title and and understood what what they were doing with it pretty quickly. On Joe, how about you, buddy? Tell us what you think of this title. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Freedom Beast was definitely a surprise. Uh, just when I think I've seen every DC character there is, they pull out one more from some little dark corner of the universe. <laughs> so. Um, because yeah, I'd never heard of him, never seen him before. Um, so he was he was new to me, and he was very interesting when I saw what he could do. So I was like, okay, well that's that's a a, a lot different than just you know like we were talking about. We were kind of concerned that this title was almost becoming like freak of the week with the last arc, you know. And um, I will say though, with uh, Prometheus being the last issue, and then Freedom Beast being here, uh, it seems that Steve Orlando is a Grant Morrison fan. Uh, because both those oh yeah, characters. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Who isn't? Okay, no. <laughs> so I mean, I can see what y'all are saying about uh, you know it's kind of kind of give or take when it's a when it's a resting issue basically. But I think uh, you know the joke I've said for the last couple of episodes is you know yeah suicide's great let's just put Batman in here you know <laughs> and get get this title selling again yeah uh, yeah <laughs> I know I w- I bet they wish that uh, Bruce Wayne was still under the cow so they could do that yeah but um, you know 
we're we've already we're going to see in the solicits here soon that you know there's there's some more cool stuff coming, but I'm I'm hoping that it's not too little too late because we're you know just got solicited number eleven, and then you know next month we'll have number twelve, and I know any time we get this far to a title, Ben and I are like dreading the solicits when they come out because we don't want to see that last issue tag, you know. <laughs> um, but I just, uh, you know, um, I'm satisfied with what Steve Orlando's been doing, but I know what sells in comics sometimes is change. So I'm hoping that eventually something's got to change for, for readers to come back. Because uh, obviously just solid storytelling is not attracting them. <laughs> so yeah, something's got to change. Yeah, having that uh, 12th issue solicitation, solicitation coming up kind of worries me, only because... They've kind of come, gone back on it now, but before they were like, all these new ones are going to get at least 12 issues, but I don't know if that's actually going to happen. They already um, tried to cancel it was a Prez and a Mega Man, so at least Midnighter is better off than them right now, but in sales-wise, but it is, yeah, definitely worrisome. I mean, I guess we'll, we'll go ahead and talk about the solicits now. You know, they just came out. Uh, you know, with Midnighter 11, uh, which comes out on April the 6th, uh, we, we finally get the return of Apollo, which, um, Spencer made an interesting comment earlier about how, you know, he feels that there's been compassion that's been shown through Midnighter. To me, that, that would probably show even more if Apollo was in his life. Cause that's another thing with this title that I was always iffy about is that, you know, we, we have followed this character since the beginning. And he was always with Apollo, you know. So this is the first time in, in the character's history that, you know, Ben and I have been following him that he's not been with Apollo and it's different. It's like you, it's, it's almost like seeing those two friends that have been together forever and they broke up and you're kind of like, Oh, well, y'all just get back together already, you know. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> um, and that's why I say I hope it's not too little too late because the, there may be some fans out there who've been waiting for that and that may, come back for that if they see Apollo on the cover. But again, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. But I'm definitely excited about that. And the fact that not only is the crossover with Suicide Squad going to continue in that one, but uh, they mentioned the old Wallstorm villain Henry Bendix, uh, who, you know, back in the day was the one who actually created Apollo and Midnighter. Um, whether or not they're going to tie that in to the whole God Garden origin he has now i don't know that seems to be the nice little birthing place for some of the wallstorm characters now as we saw in grayson that you know uh, we had lady tron show up and she was tied to the god garden so now it's like okay so we're just gonna <laughs> make the whole wallstorm universe come from the god garden i guess <laughs> <laughs> hey if we get them did you guys um notice uh grayson number 17 the cover of that my thoughts are that's potentially the introduction of the Wildcats. Any thoughts on that? I know you guys have a sort of history with Wildstorm. I hadn't seen that cover yet, actually. But I have heard you guys talking about the rumors about the Wildcats coming for a while, but um, it's entirely possible. Um, great, let's say Grayson seemed really focused on introducing more Wildstorm characters, or at least uh, Tim Seeley and Tom King do. Absolutely, the one thing that stood out to me about Grayson for this most recent solicitation is that they're leaving the book, if not permanently, at least for a little while. In the, so I don't know if the new writers will be as into Wildstorm as they were. I that was the first thing that popped into my head. 
Yeah, that's a good call. I just noticed that myself today that Tim Seeley's leaving, and you're right. He was the catalyst to to keep a lot of those characters um, in his title, and that was probably a big push for Midnighter as far as the whole crossover and how this title got launched, in my opinion. You know, only he knows. Him and Jim, Jim Lee and Dan did video, <laughs> so we'll see. So anyway, um, I guess we'll go ahead and start wrapping it up here, unless there's any final thoughts from anybody. No, I just want people to buy this book. Uh, <laughs> boy. Yeah, I mean, I really, I really think Midnighter has been one of the stronger titles for the past year. I was really, really enjoying Grayson, but uh, the past couple of issues have not really done it for me. And uh, I think what Orlando is doing here is really great. And just want more people to buy it. Right on. Spencer, what about you? Midnighter was Rockcom Punch's number two best series of the year. Our staff voted it number two out of our favorite series of the year. If that doesn't get you to read it, I don't know. That means you don't trust us, and no, that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> ben, any final thoughts? I'm I'm with those guys. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't have much to say because this is the only title from Wildstorm that we have the glo- to, to hold on to with our cold dead, dead hands. But <laughs> I have hope. I'm I'm seeing things in in covers and titles and stuff. So I at this point. I'm hallucinating that there will be a wild storm once again. So probably the wrong person to ask. <laughs> so I like to think that Jim Lee is sitting around just drawing um wildcat alt covers to like every book, just waiting to try to sneak them in <laughs> to sneak it past the editors. <laughs> he is the editor in chief. <laughs> True. There's got to be somebody stopping him. All right, so just a few quick shout-outs. Um, the new Clark's Bar is still alive and well on Facebook. Are they? Are they, Joe? <laughs> yeah, well, they're there. <laughs> uh, Chris did post about the you know Apollo appearance. So um, some uh, some sad news for the, on the Valiant side of things. Uh, I think I'd already announced before, but our friends at Only the Valiant podcast have ended their podcast um they've been around for years covering valiant comics even covered the new relaunch so they finally did their last episode um but you know hopefully they'll leave their stuff up archived because i know that they have a lot of cool episodes that uh review some of the older stuff um so that was one bummer on that end, but the other bummer too, which we haven't announced yet, and I doubt that there's too much crossover between the two podcasts, so it's not really a spoiler, but um me and my friend Paul, who does the him and I do the Valiant Future podcast at culturewormhole.com, dot com, has decided to end that podcast. And since it's pretty much Ben's baby, uh, you know, I uh pretty much can't do it without him. So so now that he's decided to stop. Now Valiant Future is going away, so I'm basically going to be reading my Valiant comics on my own now, so and not being able to talk about them any, at all each month. So that's kind of sad. Joe, this is pretty ominous. I, I mean, are, are you um, are you trying to kill us too here? <laughs> what is, what's going on, buddy? Is there something I don't know? I had nothing to do with only the Valiant. <laughs> I guest starred there one time, <laughs> a long time ago, twice actually. Is is this um the guest appearances today? Is this uh just a uh, 
formality here as we hand over the keys? What are you trying to tell me, bud? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, the thing about Wildstorm is that DC forces us to take vacations, so it's not that like we've true. been going nonstop. <laughs> and my wife appreciates that as I have less and less to buy. Yeah. <laughs> So, but for now, yes, Wildstorm Addiction will continue. We're, we're the little podcast that wouldn't die. And um, so why don't you tell us how they can not contact us, Ben? True <laughs> <laughs> words never spoken. Um, everybody can uh, hit Joe up. He's twitter.com slash Joe David Solis. You can look me up on Google+. I'm really easy to find. I, I trust you to find me there. Um Anybody can hit us up on Wildstorm Addiction. Um, it's twitter.com slash wildstormaddict. You can leave a comment on any of our show uh, posts that we do. You can also email us at wildstormaddiction at gmail.com. And as soon as Google gets off their asses and launches their play music podcasting section, we have been approved. So that would be pretty cool. And last but not least, our special guest this week. Or this week. That's funny because we used to go by monthly. This month, uh, Spencer Irwin is Spencer at retcon-punch.com and Mark Mitchell, M-K-E Mitchell at gmail.com. I hope that was okay to just put those out in public, but I assume that they're on your website. So, hey, guys, thank you so much for coming this month and Everybody that is listening, please go check out retconpunch.com because they have some great reviews out there. And I will give you guys the last word and I will let Mark go first and Spencer end it. Uh, just thanks for having us. And yeah, check out retconpunch.com. Uh, and God willing, uh, Midnight will be able to continue. Yeah, again, thanks for having us, guys. It's been a blast. Check out retconpunch. We're real friendly. We'll talk to you in the comments. Um, check out Midnighter. Bye, please. And uh, again, thanks for having us. Oh, thank you, gentlemen. And everybody says <laughs> good night. Thank you, guys. I will cut the crap out of the ending here because I just rail and rail and rail. And we talk about Star Wars and we talk about Legends of Tomorrow. We talk about Flash all coming back on and how it takes me weeks to watch crap. And Joe's like, did you watch this yet? And I'm like, no, I didn't. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't haven't caught Flash or Arrow yet. I I skipped Arrow tonight to reread Midnighter a couple times, actually. Oh, that was so kind of you, because a lot of times <laughs> when we do this stinking podcast, I'm like, Joe, I haven't reread it. I don't even know what happened in the episode or in the <laughs> issue. And then I go to your site, and I'm like, yeah, I'll just crib off of these guys. They do a much better job anyway. We're just throwing it in. Yeah, if, I, if, I don't, if I don't reread the issues, I won't remember anything. I read way too many comic books a month. <laughs> DC needs those recap pages like Marvel has. Those actually help a lot. I know. I f- I completely agree. I don't know why they don't do them. It's not That's like they don't have anybody space. working for them or anything. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I get I get mad when Image doesn't do that. I was I had to write a couple paragraphs about an indie book last night from Image, and there was no 
they go through the entire book about setting a main character's name and I couldn't remember it because it's only the third issue. And I was like trying to load comicsology up, looking through old issues, just trying to find her name. It took me like an hour to find a name for this character that I, for one word in like a two sentence piece. It was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I, I really do appreciate it. And, you know, if you're willing, you know, every couple months, if you guys want to hop on board, oh, we'd be happy to have you. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Definitely. I would totally be down. Oh, yeah, yeah, this was fun. It's recorded now. No yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> he has signed it in blood. Yeah. <laughs> we ask that whenever we actually get creators on, and they're like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Suckers. <laughs> no joke. Thank you very much, guys. Have no a problem. great night. Yeah, thanks. You, you too.